ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 23 of the Kill Your Internet Podcast. With you, as always, is your boy, Colin. Also with me, my partner, my equal, Mr. Roast Maloon. How are you doing today, buddy? <laughs> did, you, did you like that? Yeah, that was sick, bro. You're, sick. you're welcome, buddy. Uh, happy 4th of July. It's just come off 4th of July weekend. How was your weekend? Uh, yeah, you too. Um, it was good. We posted up. Drank some a beers? Couple, yeah. A couple, uh, a couple of dogs. I made in a very in American move. I made chicken breasts stuffed with prosciutto and mozzarella. As an Italian, but it was, I appreciate that. It sounds delicious. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I wish I had time for it to marinate longer. The key to cooking any meat is marinating it, no matter what. Bro, we're getting we're giving cooking tips on this podcast now. I love it. It's not well, just no, just, just as well. quick. All right, so quick, quick uh, cooking tips with Eric. <laughs> um, New segment alert. Yeah, like seasoning a dish in progress versus like marinating, like seasoning a meat in progress versus marinating a meat. It's like, it's like, it's so far apart. Like marinating is so much more flavorful. And that was cooking tips with Eric. My man can whip it in in the Do it. So I'm saying do it. It's worth it. Um, Fourth of July was great. And I can. Uh, Did you see the Matthew McConaughey clip that came? He put on Twitter. He put like a motivational speech for America on Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> just, just what america needed dude no it was actually awesome he talked about he's right like i look at this period of time almost like as if like the like different periods of american time we go through growing pains and we learn and we we get better and it's tough for a period of time but i think something magical is going to come out of this period of time you know me man i'm always looking on the positive side yeah i mean it seems like you know like we're due for a. Uh, like a, a reckoning uh, a renaissance yeah, i mean re- i guess a, i don't know reckoning but like like we're like the thought thought is like overdue for some change agreed right? like hell yeah here it is let's fucking go boys and this is smoking <laughs> pot with eric it's <laughs> so it's july was it the sixth today we're halfway through this year what As of year? this recording, it is July 6th. Yeah. It is it is one hell of a year so far. Uh, what are your high points for halfway through the year so far, Eric? Uh, Being alive is one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm grateful for my health. Uh, I, dude, I work the whole time, so, like, I... Like it's been a different that. experience. As like, not pe- talking shit on anyone on the bloomer or anything. But yeah, like, like your boy. I like to work. Like, I would have, like, so if, I, I. if the- I didn't have to, if I didn't have work, like, I would be sitting in my fucking house. My my parents, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for me, like, I don't know. Like, I look at this year as kind of a reevaluation on things, and I look at it as. Yeah, yeah. Like, I said it already. I'm a positive guy. I'm, I'm always positive. And uh, I think we've learned a lot about ourselves. And I think more than anything, like for me, like it's given me time to be creative with no no other kind of possible outcome. I just creativity, making things, getting dude, irons in the fire, fucking in a weird way, it's kind of forged the most real version of yourself. And that is the heaviest thing I think I've ever said. But I don't know, man. No, no, I get what you mean. Like it's like a it's like a restocking period of like it's the first time it's in like, my adult life that I've ever been able to focus and say, Okay, well, you know what? Yeah. If, if the world's gonna stop for a minute you know, what's important to me and, and how can I make it happen? And I don't know, man, that, that leads me to kind of like, before we get into segments, kind of like we are dropping new music 
end of this month. I'm gonna we're gonna start announcing it next week, but you know, it's given it's given me it's fucking fantastic, but it's given me this kind of whoa, whoa, like, do whoa. I like the process more? Or do I like the product more? And I'm a process guy, man. Like I, I, we talk about this all the time, but I'm a process guy, hundred percent. I love the creation process. I love the figuring out the little the little idiosyncrasies of the music industry. And right now, especially with there being no rules, there's no fucking like there's no game plan for this. It's almost like the weird in a weird way, almost one of the, the best things like from my perspective of like the whole playbook's thrown out. We're all kind of making it up as we go along. Who the fuck knows what's gonna happen? But I love the process, man. Yeah, I mean you just gotta like look at like your resources and fucking make your moves accordingly. And yeah, it goes just- without saying that everybody has had free time. Right, like chance. I mean, I don't probably not like every single person, but most people have had a ton of free time. Okay, well, we're looking from the music industry perspective. Everybody's grounded. Nobody can be on the road. That's nobody, what I. Well, that's what I mean. That's what you were talking like, about. Yeah, I, like I don't know. Like I'm very proud of the product we're about to release into the world, but it's the the road that took us there that I'm way more interested in, and it's. I don't know. It's just the beginning. I'm I'm just I'm jacked up on positivity. Like a Dropbox link. Yeah, like a Dropbox link, which you're gonna get. Um. On the podcast today, we have the return of our boy White Sox Dave from Barstool Sports. So we're going to be getting into everything over there. Barstool Chicago, baseball starting back up, sports back, everything going on in the world. So I'm excited to talk to, to White Sox Dave again. But uh, no, we, we actually had a really long conversation before we came on the podcast today amongst the band. And uh, I don't know. I, I just loved everything that was said. And I'm, I'm really, I, first of all, I love our band. I love the people in our band. Just great, a 100% great people. And uh, I don't know. I'm just excited for uh, everything. Oh, come on. Who's who, who, what, Jimmy? <laughs> Are we talking Jimmy here? <laughs> I know you got a little stain on your linens too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, wait, real quick. So we did this at the beginning of the podcast, like our second episode. The beginning of the episode, we, we said, okay, what do we do? The beginning do of the second one? The beginning of the second one. We or said, the beginning of the podcast. The beginning of the second episode of the podcast. Okay. We said, what did we do wrong? Or what can we improve upon after the second episode? And uh, we like offered that to the audience. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. we clearly figured it out. So. Well, no, I will say though, <laughs> I was listening back to our most listened to episode is live from the gear car, right? Um, the one we Hell did. Yeah, brother. Hilarious episode. But one thing. I need to do better at not saying fuck every three words. I really do. Uh, I mean, when it's live, you're with the boys, you know? Yeah, but I mean, dude, like, I'm just thinking, like, if I was listening, I'd be like, I would have a counter on. I'd be like, oh, my God, he said fuck 93 times this yeah. episode. Like, watch we should have our producer uh, put that Me? on. Can you? Can I put it up in the corner? Can you put that up? I mean, if you look up to the left here, no. Nah, yeah. But other than that, I feel like the interviews have been great. Content's been great. I got to watch my mouth a little bit. I'm trying, dude. That's all right. I mean, it's just. It is what it is, I guess. I don't know. I think it's a big. I, I don't give a shit about profanity. I curse all the fucking time, dude. Like so that, that was I'm organic. Just, I yeah, swear was, on my it, life, that was not. That forced. was the reason why that was like the best episode. It's because it was so organic, dude. It was just like it was just yeah. four idiots. That is how we. That table. Do this. That that table. <laughs> Fuck! I ruined the joke. <laughs> that tape. That damn it! I just said it again. All right, cut yeah. that out. Yeah, all right. So we'll yeah, cut but, this part out. Whatever. No, the joke was going to be that podcast episode was farm to table. Yeah, hundred percent. That was that was the most. That was legitimately because we wanted to do it when we wanted to do a podcast. I basically wanted it to be a representation keep, of keep what that it's, for. Keep that format in mind, dude. It's just listeners. It's just you know how can we give you the most authentic versions of ourselves? 
us in the car while we're driving places to go play music is the most authentic versions of ourselves you're going to get. And if I could put a, a fly like on the wall in that scenario, we basically did it in that episode. I want to do it again, by the way. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's some of so that awesome. video was spent going 80 miles an hour. <laughs> The best part of that episode was when we were driving, and I just all you heard was all four of us go, "Oh fuck, red light!" <laughs> but now, all right, so let's let's move into segments. Uh, we're gonna start off with the wildest stuff that we've seen on the internet, wildest shit we've seen on the internet this week. I'm gonna yeah. start out just talking about this. It was right before we came on the podcast. It broke. Patrick Mahomes is getting cake. He got Dude. ten years, five hundred million dollars to play football. I just gotta say. Shouts to Patrick Mahomes. He deserves it because if you deserve what you get paid, what you're worth to your team, you can't argue that dude isn't worth. Look, if they're gonna roll out the Brinks truck, take it. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna be like we're in a pandemic and you know we're all unemployed, dude. Look, I'm not in Patrick Mahomes' situation. If I was in Patrick Mahomes' situation, I'm taking 500 mil. They're offering it to me, dude. Unbelievable. <laughs> that is like. The good thing, though, here, White Sox Dave, right? If you're a – I'm assuming White Sox Dave. Well, is White Sox Dave a football guy? Yeah, 100%. He's a huge Bears guy. He's a football guy? Okay. I just – no offense, Bar, uh, White Sox Dave. I just don't like to assume people are football guys. As a football guy, you'll understand. Um, <laughs> uh, Patrick Mahomes contract, yeah. That, like – all right, that that totally, like, ended the competition every offseason of – um. You know, the next highest paid quarterback is like everyone's just like, you know, nobody's going above 500. You're just putting like the next hand on the bat. Who's the next quarterback who's even up for money like that? Would it be like Lamar Jackson? Uh, no, um, that's a good question. Nobody, well, first of all, we've never seen anything like Patrick Mahomes before. I guess Tom he's, Brady, he's a, right? Like, would have been. Brady's not, yeah, but Brady's well, he would have been like this. Okay, so you're talking, but yeah, but either like way, retroactive age wise, you got to factor in the fact that Patrick Mahomes is like 26 years old, he's younger than Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but to me, just, to me, I look at it like because people are gonna bitch and say like, "How are you gonna pay that guy that much money, dude?" He, I mean, do they just like, like this shit? Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That to me, like, <laughs> but, I, but I saw that and I was like, because I knew the payday was coming. I knew it was coming, like, because we all yeah. did, dude. Big pop. Well, what was big really, pop. what's really funny was like in the group, I texted right away and I was like, "Yeah, we got Carson Wentz on chump change, making thirty-two million a year." And Eric yeah. was just like, "Yeah, fuck you, dude." Like, nah. yo, six all, highest AAV. All I'm gonna say, fourth is, highest total. I believe. All I'm gonna say is, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Get that money, dude. Yeah, good for you. Dude. Also, holy shit, buddy. I will say though, it's probably gonna hamstring the Chiefs forever. Um, I don't know how they'll probably win the way everyone fucking strokes them off. They'll probably win fucking eight Super Bowls. Yeah, but at the same time, dude, Aaron, he's basically Aaron Rodgers. He reminds me a lot of Aaron. I don't know, like the game. But the fact of the matter is, Rodgers, did he ever, he never even got back to a Super Bowl, did he? After his first Super Bowl in 2009, they didn't win in like 2015 or something. No, they haven't won since the first one. Oh shit! So, so they like losing Seahawks in the conference finals, like yeah, they got blown out last year. They, yeah, they they've got well, last year they far, lost but, the 49ers. But I'm just saying, you watch the effects of paying a quarterback that much money. You never know what's going to happen when you have to field it. I mean, dude, look at the Seahawks. They've been they've been patchworking either their offensive line or the receiving core the entire time they've had Russell Wilson since they paid him. What are you going to do? Well, Russell Wilson is also like they also are like. You could also make the argument that they're like they're ten and six to like they're probably like at worst nine and seven and at best. But so many of those twelve wins and four, come, like most, every most of those wins come year. from Russell Wilson. He hasn't. That's what I'm saying. Like you'll 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 fucking you'll take that trade off. I think. All right, let's move on to our second wildest thing. Uh, did you see? 
<laughs> so some random dude posted a list. This dude took the time to. That's what rank. I think it is. This dude took the time to rank the top 370 porn stars of all time. Yeah. Dude, somebody has not really utilized their quarantine time very well. I just saw that number of 370 and I was like, dude, you're going in. You're, you're, you're a historian at that point. Yeah, send me the link. The best part is people were debating it. Like, it was like a sports, like, I'm surprised it wasn't on first take. Yeah, like, it's like. <laughs> like oh, yeah. Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman going Yeah, after yeah, it. yeah. Like, Scott Van Pelt's like, we have a <laughs> ranking of uh, 156 versus uh, 217 tonight. I don't know, like, man, but I just saw it and I was like, yo. That dude really did his homework on this one, too. But I was like, yeah, I mean, I was to like, assemble a list of 370, you must be a real connoisseur. Yeah, you're, you're a sommelier at that like point. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you have, like, a, yeah, exactly. You got a PhD, my man. Exactly. Uh, looking back on, like, so past that, like, we'll get, because I don't really have that much more to say on that other than, congratulations, dude, you wrote the encyclopedia. Yeah, good for you, if that's um, what you to do, man. <laughs> over the weekend, Kanye West announced that he was running for the presidency of the United States of America. And as a humongous Kanye West fan, not really a huge fan of his politics views or other things like that. Um, I, all I all I know is that the conversation within my household was my wife telling me, "If you vote for Kanye, we're getting divorced." So, and I like for like three seconds, I was just egging it along, being like, "I don't know, man." But no, my man, I don't. I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say as a Kanye. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's a yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't. Tr- I wouldn't trust Kanye to drive my car. Like I don't know. Like I just feel like he would. I just. I'd like to meet Kanye West. I'll say that. I mean, I would love to meet Kanye. Kanye changed my life musically. He's one of my all-time idols musically. Oh, his music. Uh, but okay, I re- I really love a lot of musicians. I love Dave Grohl, but do I want Dave Grohl to be president? No. Do you think Dave Grohl wants to be president? No. I just don't see where it's kind Dave of. Dave Grohl's already president of rock. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> Dave Grohl's probably a bad example because I feel like he'd probably be pretty diplomatic. But I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think we've learned from what's going on right now. I don't need anybody who's a celebrity in the White House. I just don't. I, I, they, people keep talking about The Rock running for the presidency. Dude, can we just stop looking at people who are entertainers and being like, they should run the country? That's a great idea. There's so many qualified yeah. people out there. Yeah, I mean, not saying i trust anybody but i'm just saying i know I, that's the thing i just have my doubts like all around it'd be like if i was where, like to the point of like disinterest and that makes me feel shitty because I also like why 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 is it that they have to run for president like why couldn't i be like yo kanye's a great rapper man yo he probably do great plumbing work too like i wonder if he could come in and work on my i own. think like, i think that we should just all right yeah state governments oh, like here we go yo maybe that's like a too big of a scale but like I'm a big fan of like like the neighborhood in yeah. a sense where like you have like I mean obviously like you know like there are massive chains that you can get like a hoagie at Wawa and shit. But like you had like a sandwich shop, like you like you know what I mean? Like back Support in the day, the like local shop. Yeah, the local shit, like you know, like towns like that, like town I mean, slash dude, neighborhoods. Like I love that of- format of like as like an example of like I mean, the American government was set up basically to have, give states their rights and help let, let states run. And the, the presidency generally is more of a figurehead and kind of a leader of the government rather than this kind of like overarching your every conversation needs to revolve around it. Right now, with what's going on in the White House, it's been, well, I mean, oh, probably over the last like 30 years, it's really been made in almost a celebrity status. Like every conversation is about the president, but it's a working government. You're right. You got to think, you think locally and act globally. 
or you think globally and act locally. That's the way that it's always put. You've got to work on your own neighborhood before you work on everything else. I just don't know. I, I don't, this just all seems like a, like a, like a, like a black mirror, like simulation to me. This is nuts. Like it's not going to make a difference because he's not going to win the presidency, but like even the fact that we're having this conversation is just, it's the most 2020 thing ever. It's making my head spin. Who knows, buddy? Yeah, good fact. Uh, last wildest thing that I've seen on the internet this week. Uh, so the Washington football team will no longer be known as the Redskins, hopefully after everything that's going on. Um, and there's a lot of conversation uh, in like Vegas betting circles about what the most likely team name is going to be. And I guess they have the inside track. Can I guess? Stuff. Hold Can on, I guess wait. Some? Yeah, yeah take, take a guess because I have the numbers here. Like you're, you're How many like, do you have uh, in front of you? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got seven. 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 Uh, Warriors. Not on there. Um, that was my only guess. All right. So the Red Tails are three to one favorites to be the new Redskins name. Red Tails is a dumb name. I don't even it, know. What is there an accompanying logo? So that no. I'm like, so, oh. but like, what is that? A, like, that's a, that's a cardinal, right? That's like a, a bird. A red tail. I'm yeah. assuming it's some type of avian. Yes. Okay. The generals are number two at four to one. Okay, but the Washington Generals—that's the—that's the team that the Harlem Globetrotters played. Oh no shit! Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I just can't do that one. That's out. Uh, the presidents are five to one. I really hope that's. Are not you me. fucking kidding? <laughs> and here come the Washington presidents. <laughs> I, all these names are terrible. They all sound like they were like. First of all, these all sound like XFL teams, but they all sound like created teams. The Washington like, presidents? Are you fucking kidding me? So fifty to one is the Hogs. <laughs> well, you know that's what they call that's what they call the Redskins now. They call them the Hogs. It's like they're oh, really? like was local like thing. A, I don't know why uh, like a skull in Minnesota, like that kind of deal. Yeah, skull or like go birds here, yeah. call the birds. They call them the Hogs. I have no idea why, but they do. Um, the uh, Washington Americans is plus five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> is um, that the best odds? No, the best odds is three to one. I don't know because that's a money line thing. They just had it labeled differently. It's three um, to one. Three to one is the red tail. Like plus three hundred. That's the Red Tails. Okay. Um, and then, what? as a joke, I think they just put in the Washington Snowflakes are 500 to 1. <laughs> I'll, I take hate, 10 on I, the, I'll take 10 I, on the Snowflakes. Dude, what's Kevin Malone's rule? If you ever give me 10,001 odds on anything, you take that bet. Because if John Mellencamp ever wins an Oscar, he's going to be a very rich man. Yeah. Um, and then, all right, so I was driving today. I was listening to 97.5, and Gargano had this this dude calling, his old dude, and he's like, yeah, why don't they just call them the Pigskins? Because they already call them the Cogs. <laughs> And yo, Gargano goes, he's like, oh, dude, that's a great idea. He's like, Billy, dude. And I was like, I was like, listen, I was like, this is the best we can come up with is, is this bull- like, dude. Just- he's so Anthony's so positive though. I know. Like he doesn't want to, he's like, he just doesn't want to be a dick to any caller. So like, he's probably <laughs> oh, like, baldy. Hey, he's like, hey, dude, that's a great idea, man. Like, <laughs> and like Salchunas is on the other side. He's like shaking his head. Yeah, I don't know. Like cracking up. All I know is it can't be yeah. worse than what it is. And I mean, the argument has to be made like your franchise sucks and nobody wants to work with it yeah. anymore. FedEx is pulling out. Nike won't put your stuff on there. On there. Are they? I, well, I thought they FedEx said if they don't, well, FedEx said if they don't change the name, they're not going to be. And apparently the minority they guarantee they change the name, the minority owners under Dave, uh, Daniel Snyder, like the people who own like a smaller chunk of the team are saying they, they want to sell because they, like they can't stand Daniel Snyder. Like at this point, really? also, it's a great opportunity to make money. If you want to look at it from like a dickhead economic perspective, you get to sell all new merch. Just change the name, dude. Nobody likes the name. Your team sucks. 
and it's it's not it's racist. I don't know. Just change the name. It's 2020. Just do it. Yeah, I mean, if it's offensive to some people, it should be reason enough, right? Yeah. Especially with like you know certain historical things going into just not the matter. It shouldn't be the fucking name anymore. Yeah, I and, agree. And apparently, Vegas believes it enough that they want to throw odds on it. So <laughs> people need to gamble Dude. on something. <laughs> I cannot fucking believe that the Washington president <laughs> is an option at five to one. Five to one. You know, there's somebody in Washington D.C. Oh who's like, God. oh, dude, putting five grand down on president. Are you sure you're not reading this off like somewhere like- to God? It was off the Vegas odds website. <laughs> All right, let's move on to what the been, let's move on to what the fuck we've been listening to. Um, e, I'll go first. You follow up. Uh, my first oh, pick is uh, Late Night Feelings by Mark Ronson. It's a title track from his newest record that came out after Uptown Special. Uh, I've just been doing a lot of listening to Mark Ronson, especially in the process of making our record. And Late Night Feelings is a song with Licky Lee is the is the woman who sings on the song. It's an outstanding song, and it has a lot of these kind of like Philly sound, Philly soul, like uh, string arrangements in it, but with like a modern beat. So hot, dude. Yeah. Dude just does no wrong in my eyes. Um, best producer in the game for my money. Um, but no, check that record out because it didn't get as much hype as Uptown Special, but it's so it's so good. A lot of great guests. Uh, Miley Cyrus does a song on that record too that's pretty dope. So uh, yeah. you go with your first. Counting Crows, Big Yellow Taxi. Oh, good song. Sick. That's nice a little one. summer. I, like that. I heard it this morning. I, you know what? I was listening to Ben FM. And I heard it this morning on Ben FM. Of course you did. Ben FM is the station. I just like had it. I wasn't even really like listening to the radio. I just like had it on. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Um, And I was like, you know, like, I don't know. This was like this. This was on like the on the level of a song that you used to know and it coming out of nowhere and hitting you like this one was pretty substantial. Like this one was like, yeah, yeah. This one was like I got hit by an asteroid. (laughs) Bro, speaking of real quick, speaking of Ben FM four times this week, this is not a joke. Four times this week, getting into my car and driving the first thing that came on was Mumbo Number no. 5 by Lou Vega. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Dude. Bop. And, bro. Certified. That's it. That's what we've been listening to lately. Every, there. every time I've gotten in the car, and legitimately every time I'll, I'll text my wife and be like, dude, it's on again. Like, is this song following me around? Like, I've always believed. She, like, looks out the window. <laughs> bro, there's two songs that I've always believed that have oddly followed me around. Like, have always been on, like, when I get into cars. Night Moves by Bob Seger. Ooh, and, I was listening to that the other night. When it was and Smooth hot. by Carlos Santana and Rob Thomas. They just always play for some reason. And apparently, Mumbo Number 5 is now that song in my life. I don't know what that means, but... Quick uh, side conversation. How do you feel about Rob Thomas? I fucking love Rob Thomas. I'm a huge Matchbox 20 guy. Really? Yeah, how do you not like Matchbox 20? It's not that I don't like Matchbox 20. It's that I feel like you can <laughs> safely get away with saying that Rob Thomas is lame. Sure, he's a '90s. Is that reasonable? I don't know. Like I'm he's not... like a he's like a '90s staple. I don't know. You can say a lot of those people are lame, but Rob Thomas is the goat. In my eyes. Uh, I'm gonna give my Whoa. second. Uh, <laughs> uh, my second song is what For is my second hip? song. That's my twenty. <laughs> so my second song, "What Is Hip" by Tower of Power. We're going back some '70s funk soul. Uh, came on XPN the other day while I was driving, and I lost my mind. Absolutely phenomenal bass line, horn section to die for. So many time signatures in this song. I literally was like, dude, if I was in this band, I would I would probably be like, yo, can we just like stick to like five time signatures? And e- like every like tw- like 12 bars, something switches up. Unbelievable production. Um, Tower of Power. What is hip? Absolute banger. Eric, your second pick. 
Uh, when is everybody sugar a similar heard Bro, on the you radio can, you're on this like popped me off out of nowhere great song uh ken's probably somewhere nodding his head to that song right now <laughs> so you're, you're gonna say like you're gonna hate on mark mcgrath or you're gonna hate on rob thomas and then be like yeah mark mcgrath though yeah that's a good call listen to the song it's a great song I'm not, I'm not when it's over is better than any matchbox 20 song objectively so cool. i'm putting this up on the on the instagram for a poll yo that's wrong yeah. Xbox 20 has the hits. Yeah. All right, my third pick, uh, I'm going with Something to Rap About by Freddie Gibbs featuring Tyler, the creator. Dude, just good for Gibbs getting his flowers, dude. He's he's absolutely having a moment. He had Bandana drop last year. He had Alfredo with the Alchemist drop this year. Just rap, just bars, and it's so good. Excellent production. Tyler has an amazing verse. Uh, it's pretty cool, too, in the middle of the song. It actually pitches up and changes keys in the middle of the song so just freddie gibbs is, is having a run right now never going to be as commercial as some of these other dudes but just absolutely when did he come up. out freddie gibbs has been around for a while so he got famous in 2010 um he kind of came in at the, same, at the same time as like kendrick and like j-rock and all those guys but he was signed to cte which is <laughs> i never thought about that but it's uh it's a uh, young jeezy's uh record label and then went on his oh, own shit. Um, but that was so I didn't think about it. so his his record label is called Corporate Thuggin uh, Incorporated. And it's also <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah, it's also uh a brain injury you get from playing too much football. So all right, you're up next. Hey, what's your third? Oh, so, uh, <laughs> I was listening to um physical graffiti like a couple times the last couple of days. Like can't go wrong. If I can bang out like ripping the carpet out of the house, like during the time it takes to listen to physical graffiti. I did You've done a good, good job. Yeah. Um, what, I haven't done give me, it yet. <laughs> give me, give me one song on physical. Uh, yeah, it's um um. It's a physical yeah, down by the seaside, though. Down by the seaside, like okay. summertime, like oh yeah, vibey, vibey rado. The song remains the same. Came on the other day for me while I was driving, and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, goddamn houses, dude, Damn. houses. Uh, Damn. all right, we're going into a new segment. Uh, we'll keep this one quick. This one's called shouts. Uh, I'm just gonna give a couple shout outs to my people. Uh, don't have to be good. Could be bad. My first one is bad. So my first shout out. <laughs> shouts go out to Denzel Mims. You little bitch. Uh, Denzel <laughs> Mims on Twitch the other day. Because you remember the story about how he like had a pre-draft thing in Philadelphia. And he was basically like, oh, that city scared me. Like uh, it was too big. Like all this shit. And he was on uh, Twitch and somebody was like, hey, Denzel, like you must be pretty happy that you didn't go to Philadelphia. and You went to the Jets instead. And his exact quote was, I didn't want to go to that trash-ass, dirty-ass city. Shout out to you, Denzel Mims. You showed your true colors, and we appreciate not drafting you, bro. I hope. I know. Look at your face. You look like you just sucked on a lemon. Oh, uh, uh, that's where I left that. <laughs> my other shouts. Shouts go out to me. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I was making turkey burgers today, and I decided Ow. to clean the knife that I was using with a paper towel and also hold it directly against my hand, and I sliced my finger. So shouts go out to oh, me. Oh, let me see that again. Okay. Oh shit! It's up top. <laughs> yeah, I'm an idiot. I I literally was like what, like cleaning the knife, and all of a sudden I went. Ah! I was like, yeah. uh, you got any shouts you want to give Eddie? Dude, shout out Pat Mahomes for being shout out the, Pat Mahomes for getting bread. Dude, that is unbelievable. Yeah, think about this. Pat Mahomes like Pat Mahomes probably like was like a stud in high school. Yep. Like sick. Like never probably ever lost a football game his entire life. Like kid like. Loves playing football, grows up, plays a sport he loves, gets to do it professionally, and then 
is so sick at it that he gets paid five hundred million dollars. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Shout out Pat Mahomes. Also, shout out Mitch Trubisky for forever being linked to him for being the pick ahead of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man, wasn't he like tenth overall? Mahomes was, yeah, yeah. But the quarterbacks Mitch drafted was, before him were Mitch was three, right? The Mitch was two. Two. The Bears traded. traded oh, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. oh, I'm sure we're gonna talk to White Sox Dave about that. The first quarterback taken was Mitch Trubisky. After that, um, so Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson all went in the first round. Wow. That sucks. Shots go out to the Bears. Uh, let's go into our coronavirus survival. Shout out Big Cat. Shout out Big Cat. <laughs> That's my last big shout out. I like shouts. I want to continue that. I want to up the production yeah. value there. Uh, let's go to our coronavirus survival guide for the week. <laughs> Eric went with uh, a great selection. Uh, live TV events. The best live TV events. It could be sports. It could be... Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, e, I'll let you go first. NHL playoffs is the best sports on television, bar none. Everybody, I feel like everybody agrees with that, though. Like, like the the NHL playoffs are like because there's so many people that are casual NHL fans who are like, dude, the playoffs are the best. Yeah, and I welcome that as a lifelong gatekeeper of the NHL. I welcome everybody. It is really weird to think that there's not going to be any fans in the stands for an NHL playoff game this year. That's going to be really weird. Yeah, dude. I like apparently they're spruce it up with like, like audio and like <laughs> like cardboard cutouts of motherfuckers in the stage. Like, my first pick for my live TV selection isn't something that I'm personally the most invested in, but I picked this because of how invested people are in it. I picked WrestleMania every year. These wild wrestling fans. Dude, you're just excusing yourself from this group of people. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I've only rented WrestleMania like <laughs> and I did it with my college buddies, but like, yo, watching WrestleMania <laughs> is wild. People are like legitimately like edge of their seat every year. There's so much history. People lose their minds. Always great gifts that come out of that, too. Like when the Undertaker lost, and there's that dude in the crowd who's like, like losing his mind. Like, <laughs> yeah. shouts, to, shouts to WrestleMania. They, they always do something big. Like, somebody always comes back or some shit like that. What's your second pick, A? Wait, what are we doing? <laughs> your second pick for live TV events. Oh, live TV events, yeah. Um, Super Bowl. <laughs> Great pick. That's a layup. Super Bowl. It's the bomb. It's the bomb.com. Even though live bet- TV sucks. I always do like just mad, mad dumb prop bets for like five and ten dollars, and yeah. I'm spending like two hundred bucks. <laughs> just losing it all. Color of the well, Gatorade. I mean, all, Color of the Gatorade that gets jumped on the coach at the end of the game. Coin flip. How long's the national anthem? How long's the halftime show? All that. Yeah, and then like if you put like it's five bucks on Nicole Hardman, on Nicole Hardman to have a hundred yards and two touchdowns, it's like thousand to one bro they'll put they'll put odds on anything like how many times andy reed gets seen on the sideline per half like it's nuts yeah i picked for my second pick i picked week one of nfl football yes it's the best that that feeling of like oh my god it's back dude i can't wait and uh just to like that first sunday just relaxing and watching watching football just being like holy shit this is the best thing ever i can't believe this wasn't in my life for the past like five months this is the best and uh but like that first sunday night game with like al michaels and chris collingsworth and you're like oh shit, you made it let's go you made it through all the all the beers and all the food and then all that hope all that hope that you have for your team for that year it's all manifested right there. There's no losses. There's no wins. You just have nothing but promise upon the horizon. So I picked NFL week one. I also love when the birds are on Sunday night. 
That's uh, the fucking best. Except that's the, the fact that Chris Collinsworth always just likes to shit on us for no reason. I don't even get. Yeah, yeah, that's annoying. I like it's just all oh, like it's like everyone's watching us win, dude. That's the I know, best. All right, pick your last pick. Um, my third pick. Uh, um, anytime the office is on. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's not live that's TV, it. but it's well. It's- okay, so like in the in like so live. I mean, like it's on actual like. Comedy oh, it's Central. on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like that's like I don't know. That's it's like the commercials are. Yeah, it is. You it's ever like, notice that there's like different scenes in those episodes too? Like if they're on TV, like there's like different editing, so there's different scenes that aren't on Netflix. I have not noticed that. Oh, I always notice because I know wow. that show by heart. I'm it's gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to pay attention for that. So my final Good pick. I picked the Oscars. Uh, because I didn't want to step on our buddy Nate Moran, who will be on the podcast next week, uh, his toes, because he live tweets the Grammys every year. Um, but I picked the Oscars <laughs> because I just want to watch, see who wins. I'm a big movie guy. I need to know who's going to win that crown. And after um, they falsely pronounced La La Land the winner and Moonlight won instead when they should have won and that drama, now there's technical glitches involved. Count me in, dude. I want to see what people are wearing. I want to see who's there together. I want to see if Brad and Angelina are sitting near each other. I'm down. I want to know, dude. I picked the Oscars. That's another gambling. Yeah. People gamble on the Oscars, too. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. They um, gamble on the Oscars. <laughs> so let's go over our honorable mentions. I have four written down. Uh, I said Sunday Night Oof. Baseball. Any Sunday Night Baseball game, especially if you're talking like John Miller, Joe Morgan, like Booth, like back in the day, that is the epitome to me. That is like falling asleep on a Sunday. I'm watching late night, 8 o'clock. Now it's a-Rod and Jessica Mendoza and Boog Shambi, and they're the fucking best. Um, I'm going Sunday Night Baseball. I also picked late night West Coast basketball on, uh, on TNT, like Ooh. Charles Barkley, Ernie Johnson, like that whole squad, Shaq. Yeah, I agree. That's always a treat. Like, always. You can like, fall asleep watching the West Coast game. There's nothing I like more because I have a West Coast team that I really do love. Like I'm Because I do too. Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers Portland. are my West Coast team. I love watching Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum. I love that team. Yeah, I, don't know why. Um, I also picked the season finale, not the series finale of your favorite shows. Like that final, like, like Oof. Game of Thrones. So because there's still more yeah. of the series to come, you want to see how this season's arc ends up. I picked the season finale of your favorite shows. Like not the series, because then you're depressed after. You're like, oh, fuck, it's over. But like you're in the middle of like, season three or something. And, like, yeah, it's, well, just the, yeah, like, the, yeah, I know what you mean. And then I, as my last honorable mention, I picked any Mark Wahlberg movie on TNT because that was kind of a trend that we said previously. Ugh. Dude, Shooter's on. I wasn't expecting it. You know I'm watching that. Is that Transformers yeah. 3? You probably saw it. Yeah. Ooh, Transformers 8. <laughs> Bumblebee? Um, you got any honorable mentions? Um, I, mean, I said before, Kentucky Derby is always fun. Yeah. Those kind of Wimbledon, like those weird individual sports. Masters, Masters, Sunday. I guess we'd be remiss to not say, like, the uh, the tournament, right? The NCAA tournament. NCAA tournament, hell yeah. Yeah, that's, that's Especially cool. Especially like the early, I, I haven't, early I did games. That, yeah, I did that one year where, like, we, we, like, were drinking and watching it and shit. And it was it was really fun. I just have I just didn't. Get, I think for me though with college sports, like I don't have a dog in the fight necessarily. Like I love Michigan. Yeah, me neither. I went to Westchester, so I don't. We're not. They're not going to be in the NCAA tournament, dude. College World Series. How did I not put College World Series? College World Series for baseball is probably top. I'll three. keep that. Yeah, dude, if it's on. I, I love that because it's baseball in its most pure form, and those dudes are just having fun. Like they're just like going after it. Um, oh, yeah. Other than that, I'm thinking like like Olympics, like. Like a good Olympics, like you're like talking like Michael Phelps going, like Usain Bolt running, or just like, like yeah, 
like floor routine for gymnastics when they Patty got the ribbons. Kane shitting on him out there, dude. The silky mitts. Uh, <laughs> somebody loves somebody absolutely. Oh, also NBA All Star Weekend. <laughs> NBA All-Star yeah, yeah, yeah. dunk contest, yeah. three-point contest. I don't even care if it sucks anymore. I just love home run derby. Yeah. Yo. Still love Honorable mention, worst live TV events, the Pro Bowl. Oh, definitely the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl's trash. What are some other shitty live live events? Thursday night football when it's Jags versus Yeah, Titans. Thursday night football. Thursday night football in general, I feel like it's just nah, kind of, it's weird because my brain's not programmed for it. Yeah, I just like – it's uh, like – Week week two preseason. It's not real. Week two preseason real. or week four preseason. Week four preseason. Yeah, just like, nobody's playing. Like, yeah. Oh, also another another one that we forgot. Hard knocks. When hard knocks comes on. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yo, yeah, knocks, love yeah. that. You got to find that one dude that you root for. And he wants yeah. to get cut in the end. Like Aaron no, I'm talking like I remember like. Uh, Brogan Roback, who was like the third string quarterback for the Browns. Brogan Roback. Yeah, he's just, and then like Baker Mayfield just bullying the dude. It was hilarious. Um, so Hard Knocks, definitely one of them. I love yeah. live TV events. All right, so we're going to yeah. kick this over to White Sox Dave. <laughs> we got our interview with White Sox Dave from Barstool Sports. Uh, we have Mike Jones from iHeartRadio coming on later this week. We got our boy DJ Move coming back for part two. Uh, we have a lot of interviews coming up that are going to be absolutely outstanding, but we're going to kick this one over to White Sox. Dave, anything to say before we head over, Eric? Bye, guys. Bye. Fuck you guys. Love you. <laughs> How you feeling? You feel all right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today on the Kill Your Internet podcast, we have him back, our sports contributor, our man, our friend, White Sox Dave from Barstool Sports. How are we doing today, buddy? Doing all right. Doing all right. How you guys been? Good, busy, man. We're finishing the record. Actually, it's done. We got the rest of it back today. So congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh just came off Fourth of July weekend. So obviously, uh still recovering. I feel like you're probably in the same boat. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I started on Thursday. It was me feel? and a couple of friends that I grew up with. We went and got uh it's this place in Chicago called Las Gorola. Free ads this time. There you go. Um best Italian food in the city, and it's like super, super small and hard to get into. So I ate like eight pounds of pasta. So I was feeling like shit all Friday, but we are off Friday. So I just drank from Friday, Saturday and through Sunday night. And Monday was the worst I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> and oh, today I'm still man. feeling it. Like I'm just brutal. Like no appetite, shakes. Look, dude, 4th of July is meant to be a three-day hangover. It's how it's it supposed has to, to be. be. I know, it man. It has to be. Dude, it's so funny. We talked... It was me, you, and Ken talking. It was probably like middle of quarantine. I like how I'm like quantifying yep. it now, like middle quarantine. Seriously. And uh, a lot of the shit that we were talking about then, I feel like we're still talking about now from the perspective of like, I know sports are scheduled to come back, but I'm still not 100% like confident it's going to happen. So I was when they finally signed the deal because like, and I don't want to like act like a scientist or anything, but following <laughs> the data that I do follow, I, it looked like we were getting a lot better, yeah. like no vaccine. Obviously I'm not saying like open stadiums and all that, but right. it looked like we were at least controlling it a little bit. But as soon as like all these players started reporting day one, like, uh, who was it? The, the Astros and the nationals, I think yep. shut down camp, uh, cause they couldn't get their test back, which is like the first step. And then all these players testing positive right off the bat. So it seems like baseball is the only crazy. sport that's finding a way to fuck this up with the test. And, and that was, I, I'm mad at myself that I didn't expect that to happen. I know. 
I know. And it's because from the Phillies, like, all right, cause I got the Phillies gear on. We're going to start with baseball because that's where my heart lies. Mm-hmm. That's my sport right there. It's obviously your sport. I'm just so fucking disappointed because when we were talking, we talked in May, like we could have had baseball. We should have had baseball by then. And we're still talking about it now, but we're just getting dudes back into basically like spring training. And every day it seems like somebody else has fallen off. Um, you got dudes like trout who says he might not play, which by the way, I don't blame him. And I mean, that's something I want to go into in this for guys who don't want to do this. I get it. Especially if you're having a baby, like I get it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's understand Zach Wheeler from the Philly said he probably, he might opt out, which would really suck for us because he's our number two. Cause he's also having a kid. I don't know, man. Baseball, baseball fucking fumbled the bag on this one. They did. They did. Um, I mean, I, I don't blame any player who wants to opt out. I personally wouldn't, but it's, it, it's th- my prediction is we get 20 games in. I'll call it a third of the season before they're like, we got to bang this. Like we got to, you know, uh, two players on my team, the White Sox, they tested positive. They're not named, but pretty much every single like hint or clue um, me is, is pointing towards our best player, Yohan Mankata. So, um, dude, no it, way. It, that sucks. I mean, he's asymptomatic, so he didn't even know he had it. And yeah. as far as I, I, I'll ask you this: If you're asymptomatic, does that mean that you can still develop symptoms, or does that mean that? I don't think so. I think it means like you literally had no idea. You weren't showing symptoms, anything like that. You're just carrying it and giving it to other people. That's basically what so, it is. So, but can you, so you can carry it and give it to other people, but does that mean like after two weeks of feeling perfectly fine from start to finish that you had it? That's usually how it, once again, I am an idiot. I am a musician. I am not a fucking scientist, but I will say from everything I've heard, if you're asymptomatic, you're not feeling anything. You might get like a scratchy throat and that's about it, but you're giving it to other people, which is like, right. Those guys got us even like, um, there was a situation where somebody, Oh, like think of like Brooks Kepka, his caddy had, it was asymptomatic. And then he had to sit out just so in case he had it. Cause they couldn't get the test back in time. This is just like, I feel like we're in a fucking movie right now because it, it is, it's weird. And I've, I, at this point know six people personally who have had it. Yeah. One of them, I might've said this last time we are on one of them was my dad's best friend who yeah, is that. not exactly healthy, but he, he said it was like, he was fine, but, and he had a stint put in like a year, year and a half ago or whatever. Right. And then uh, he said it was like kind of like he was swimming when he would walk long distances because he would walk around the house just to break a sweat. Other than that, he was pretty fine. The other five people, um, it completely asymptomatic, didn't feel a thing. And one friend, her fiance, um, she got it. She lost her taste and smell and she's fine. But other than that, like no pain or, you know, coughing or anything. But her husband or fiance or whatever yeah. literally tried to get it just so he would get it over with. Yeah. And he didn't. He couldn't get it. He Jesus. could not get it. And they were sleeping got, in the same bed at night and everything. They got to send that dude to like a fucking like a scientist. They're both just get, personal trainers. So they're oh. like as healthy as you can possibly. Yeah. Be. That, that's when you know you're too healthy when you can't even get the most fucking extreme disease on <laughs> exactly. the earth right now. Dude, right. I, I don't know. Like I'm just looking at it from the perspective of like, okay. Like at this point, you have to play for a PR move almost because if you don't play, everybody's going to tell baseball to just basically fuck off. And that, that's just what it for is. For sure. But I still want it. I still want it back so bad. I don't, I don't know if it, because we haven't talked about like the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa documentary. Like that aired and I just got the itch back. I was like, I need to see it. And they were playing old home run derbies. They mm-hmm. were just Ken Griffey Jr. highlights. I was like, I need baseball back. And uh, I don't know, man. The, the, the sentiment where I am in my city is basically like, 
fuck them. They, they did that. Like, this is, they made their bed. They're going to lie in it. How is it in Chicago? Like, is everybody, like, ready? Like, is everybody excited? Everybody's ready because the Sox and Cubs have 10% of their games against each other. So. Oh, that's awesome. Most people want, I mean, most people want baseball back. I don't hear a lot of, like, fuck them. Like, like baseball just, you know, we'll see you when we see you. Yeah. But, like, but I, it would get really bad if they just didn't play. I know. Like if if they but see my thing is the it would have to be on the players I think. Right. So if a bunch of players do start opting out after bitching about tell us when and where and all that, then yeah. I think people would start to turn their backs. But I mean for White Sox fans, we've been waiting for this for years and years and go figure we have a pandemic and of course. so we're coming back no matter what, but I can see why other fan bases they wouldn't, you know. I'm just curious as to why baseball didn't do the bubble because it seems like everybody else has it way more figured out. We're still having travel involved with baseball. Like we got guys going back and forth. It's, I just don't know what they were. They just like sitting on their hands. I don't, I don't understand this. I, it doesn't make sense to me either. I mean, good thing they didn't do Arizona. Cause I guess that's the worst spot in the country right now. Yeah. And the other worst spot is Florida, which of course the NBA is going to. So, right. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the rhyme or reason is with any of this stuff, Neither do um, but just to make it easy. Like if they did have it in Chicago, I know for a fact those players aren't actually staying in the bubble. I've right. seen players oh, out yeah. from multiple leagues, including <laughs> baseball, in the couple week, last couple of weeks because bars been open. And I'm like, right. these guys aren't going to follow the rules anyways. But I'm not that I would ever, ever in a million years name someone. But of course, um, we're not dropping names on here, bro. No, I don't want. I don't <laughs> want anybody like mad at me or like I don't want to be that guy. But. Like they're not going to follow the rules and they're going to report one day and be healthy or whatever. And yeah. say like, Hey, yo, my bad. And they're like, where are you? Where were you last night? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, you can't put that many, first off grown adults who can make their own decisions in a place mm-hmm. and then have them completely separated from everything and not expect somebody to break the rules. I feel like they break the rules on a regular basis. Anyway, like you think you you're going to stop for this? Like what the fuck? No. And, well, and so we're going to get stir crazy like the rest of us, you know? At least baseball players get to go back and forth. So I guess that's a positive for the players. But I mean, just mm-hmm. on like a common sense standpoint, I'm like, uh, this seems kind of fucking crazy. It does. It does. And that's why I'm not. I mean, I hope they finish the 60 games. I hope there's a World Series. But I just and it, it more started yesterday. Yeah. Or maybe maybe over the weekend that where I was like from 100 to like now I'm very, very iffy. Well, I mean, dude, as soon as I heard the Wheeler news, I was like, oh, man, this is not good. But then I was just with a couple of my buddies over the weekend, drinking a couple of beers for Fourth of July. And we were all baseball guys. And, and it was just kind of like, I feel like they're going to fuck this up. And I feel like that with all the sports. I have the most confidence for some reason in the NBA. And I don't know if it's because of Adam Silver. Like, I feel like they have their shit together. But I don't know. Even if we move to that. So we move past baseball and the, the clusterfuck that is baseball. The NBA, at least I feel like, the only thing that worries me about that is in the bubble situation, one dude gets it in that hotel. And do you shut the whole hotel down? Like, what's the, what's the deal? Like, I don't. Exactly. I don't know. I don't do at this point. I don't know how, like, contagious this thing actually is because I, you know, I'm doing my thing. I try to keep six feet apart. But, like, this, this is a weird thing. Like, I know a lot of people out here. And most of them, I, I know a lot of people that have been tested that have not that have come up negative. Yeah. I know the six that I mentioned earlier that came up positive, but most, most people I know haven't been tested personally. I haven't been tested. I haven't been. Yeah, I haven't been. And 
How many of us actually have it without us knowing right now? That's the kind of part that's freaking me out a little bit. You Dude, know? I mean, I think about it every day. And so we, me and my wife went down the shore, which is like the Philly thing. We yeah, yeah. To, mm-hmm. you see, so, uh, and we went to the beach and everybody was socially distanced, all that. It seemed like nothing had changed. Like, and then we went out and we went to like a rooftop area away from the bars. We were overlooking the bars. The bars were fucking overrun. Like it was like legitimately nothing happened. I don't know, man. It's it's so weird, especially like where like being in America, it's really hard to police people in their freedoms. And especially when you tell them not to do it, they're going to do it. Like, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. And, and that goes back to sports with me, too. Like, I feel like the only way the NBA doesn't happen is if LeBron gets it. That's it. LeBron, Giannis. That's it. If, if LeBron one of those gets, two. One of those two. LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi. I don't know. Uh, to me, that's the sport I most want to see finish because I could see basketball, like you said, or maybe I don't know much about either sport because I'm baseball, football, but basketball or hockey, because especially basketball, you could have four or you know five courts in one building, yep. knock out more games at once and keep every. But like, like you said, baseball, I mean, the, the, I think it was the Mariners, one of the AL West teams has to travel like 15,000 miles yeah. in these 60 games. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, they don't even want us on airplanes. Like, are they... Right. The amount of work that's going to have to go into making this, like, move forward is, is unbelievable. But, you know, they got to get played, dude. And we talked about hockey because hockey was supposed to be in Chicago. It was supposed to be one of the host cities, and it didn't wind up happening. They kept it in Canada. Uh, I forget. There is a reason why... I don't, I forget the exact. Got to be borders why. or something like that. Like there, because you're going back and forth between Canada and the United States, probably paying the ass. It was probably or no, no, no. I, that's what. That's exactly what it was because it was like travel restrictions to and from or something. Yeah. I don't know. Now, um, are, are the Blackhawks involved? Are the Blackhawks one of the teams that are are still in? I, yeah, they're the last team in. Oh my god! So and they're that, they're playing Edmonton in the first round or whatever you call it, and. That is that is like such everybody's a, excited for it. I was gonna say I feel like there's always an eighth seed or like a, a last seed in hockey that winds up like sneaking through and and making noise. And especially that team. How many? What do you guys have? Three Stanley Cups? Three in the last. Yeah, three yeah, since two thousand eight was two thousand eight. Um, the last three four years have not been good though. But from what I understand, and hockey, I know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> very little about the NBA. Nothing about hockey. But um, Respect. they I guess they match up really well with Edmonton. Like Dude, if you can, it's Connor McDavid, right? That's yeah, on Edmonton. But you have you can like you have championship DNA. You have Kane. You have Taves. You have everybody still involved. And I mean, yeah, they have they have that. the like of I mean, Crow Crawford's still awesome. I mean, that's insane Kane, that he's still your goalie. He's awesome still. Fuck you. I guys, mean, we haven't had would, a goalie in my entire lifetime. It was basically if if Kane and and Taves didn't have like three four points combined in a game, yeah, like it was automatic loss because there's just no depth. Yeah. But they're saying they're going to just put uh, Keith, you know, to have him neutralize yeah. uh, McDavid as best they can. And after that, it's like, I guess they match up well from... Bro, it's so, so funny because in all these situations, we have no, like, there's no, like, stats to back this up. Is one team's going to get hot and everybody's been sitting around. Everybody got healthy. Who the fuck knows? That, that is, like, legitimately where I am at with all this. Except with baseball, because I, ju- I just like, I don't even have the faith that baseball is going to happen. I don't know why. I- I'm just like really skeptical. But yeah, it's it's sad. Um, I, I mean, I just, what, what was it, Men in Black with like the pen that like vaporizes your brain? Yeah. I just want that. Something like that just, just knocked me this, out, bro. This year has been absurd in it. I mean, you go back to New Year's. All right, Kobe died. What else was there? 
COVID, uh, obviously. COVID. We've had social unrest after the murder of George Floyd, which, by the way, we didn't Huge. bring that up as a reason as to why, like, I don't blame some of these dudes for not playing because they want to focus on on social change. Like, so much has happened since even the, that that wasn't even the last time we talked that that had happened. Yeah, it was a few weeks after that. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, there's so much stacked against this happening. Like, it's I just selfishly just really want to see it because I need sports back. I can't watch another Lance Armstrong documentary. I can't fucking, I can't go back and watch the last dance. I can't watch Jay Cutler fucking hunting the thing that killed his chickens. Like I have no more exactly. interest in shit anymore, dude. How the, is it, how is it possible that both times that you've been on, we've had Jay Cutler news to talk about. What was the first one is divorce. Yeah. You got divorced yeah. like, right as soon the, as we talked. I mean, I was like all in on this chicken hunter saga. <laughs> Me too, dude. Cause you could like every day, like the bags in his eyes would get worse. <laughs> like he's like, dude, I gotta find out who this is. But dude, uh, I mean, I, I, ra- and I, I get raccoons out like by where I'm from, and we've why- had bad raccoons here, dude. Yeah, you guys have all that shit out there too. Like I didn't know they like murder like, chickens, murder chickens, and other smaller animals. You gotta love the sports talk coming right back to Jay Color. I don't know how to fuck <laughs> it. Let's well, let, let's follow the Jay Cutler talk back into the Bears. Do you want to take a moment because of what happened last night? Mahomes getting that money. Do you just because Trubisky was, was trending? Coming. Trubisky was trending. What do you want me to do? He was the, trending on. That's how you know it's really, really bad is when your quarterback's trending because, because another quarterback money. did something good. Yeah, like oh, oh. we could have had him. Dude, I mean, can, oh. spin zone. I mean, you guys don't have to pay him five hundred million dollars now. That was what I was asking on radio <laughs> this afternoon. I was like, I mean. Is, is there a point when Patrick Mahomes isn't good enough to pay him an amount of money? Because obviously he's the best quarterback in football. He's yeah. incredible. But I, what's I mean, too much? Earlier in the episode, me and Eric were talking about this, and I said he, he reminds me a lot of like a young Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't want to set you off here, but like in the fact that he started his career out, obviously a little later Rodgers was, but wins a Super Bowl early, and Rodgers has never won another one. So That's true. does it wind up paying off in the end? Russell Wilson, same thing. They've had to basically patchwork their offense, offensive line, and their wide receivers them, because they yeah. pay so much money to to Russell Wilson. Does Mahomes have what it takes to like just make up for the rest of his team? I don't. I don't know. Maybe he does. And I, I mean, Andy Reid. You can never. He's an unbelievable coach, Hall of Famer, and everything. It's my childhood um, coach but, right there, baby. But like, yeah, I mean, you grew up with them, so I did. Um, I, I don't know. know. Maybe. Maybe the. Maybe the whole. Win the suit, and I've thought about this before. Let quarterbacks walk, and draft a quarterback. So your hat, you have your quarterback, like a first round quality quarterback, as your as on, on their rookie deal. You it know? makes so much sense monetarily, and like just logically, that makes sense. But it's such a ballsy move to like it's have so somebody, ballsy. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like you would like if you were playing video games, that would make sense. You're just like, all right, well, fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah. Let's get somebody else new in. But like. Yo, your fan base gets attached to that dude, especially. Of course, dude, of course, yeah. Just saying, like, watch, like Mahomes. They don't give Mahomes the extension, and they, well, they're the Cowboys might do it. They might do it with, uh, with Dak, and he's like, not even that good. No, I, I mean, know. He's, he's like, he's like, oh, he's a good quarterback. Yes, he's, he's a good ser- quarterback. He's a serviceable starter. He's more yes, than serviceable. absolutely. He's a good. You, he's a good, you he's could a good start in a Super Bowl with him, I think. Yeah. Has there ever been a quarterback that like they just let walk? I'm like Drew Brees, maybe. For, that was the one. That was the one that came to my mind. Um, he was injured, so it's a little bit like right. He blew out his arm. Yeah. Yeah. 
first off, the Saints really came up in that scenario because, like, you took something off the scrap heap and you turned it into a Super Bowl and one of the best teams in the NFL for the last 20 years. That's true. Uh, he's He's got one Super Bowl. Does he have an MVP? I mean, he's obviously he he's a winning passer, right? Yeah, he has to have an MVP, right? He's got to. He's yeah. got to one of those years. But, he's a Hall of Famer regardless. Regardless, right. And, yeah, they got him off the scrap heap. I, it, I mean, I, I don't know. Is That's what I'm asking, like. Is it weird that I have no? Is it weird that I have no fear that the NFL is going to come back? Like I have no, like, I just don't think that's they what I was thinking too. The NFL they, and college football, bro. But college football, they don't pay their players, so I feel like the players are going to be like, "Fuck this shit." If you can't even have students on campus, like, I think if the South, like the SEC, might just play regardless. That's what I'm saying. Something like that, maybe. But I mean, the NFL, they don't care. They're going to play. They'll find a way. They'll do what UFC did and go find an island somewhere over in Abu Dhabi. Yes, yeah. Play. I mean, it's too big a cash cow. It really is. I mean, yeah. it's, it's religion in the United States. Like, and look, if the NFL doesn't happen, I lose faith in humanity. I think we're done. Like, I think we should just fucking cash out. Like, I don't know, man. I've, I think you asked me this the last time I was on. Um, did you ask when we have a vaccine prediction or was that someone else? No, I think I did. And I, I think, did you see when they said like early 2021? Yeah, but my prediction was that it was going to actually be September. And actually, this is a go on Netflix and uh, they have a it's they're updating it like crazy. It's a documentary that's three episodes in and it's already on this exact situation. Wait, it's like a Crook. live documentary? Basically, yes. Holy shit. So they're updating it as it goes. So it's three episodes in. You actually learn a lot. So like Zika, I'm, I'm going to mix it up, but Zika was seven months. Ebola right. was like 10 months. Um, AIDS hasn't gotten one yet, but they can, they've controlled it. Um, another one was 18 months and they got, so with, with COVID, they got through the clinical trials, um, in 63 days compared to the rest of them being like, okay, six months and here's the vaccine, but there's a wide gap for some reason. And when they got through the like early stages to now. Well, they, like they should have been on it already. If the timetables were all the same, there's a company out of Chicago called Gilead. That I've have, heard of it. Yeah, they talk they have, about it. They have yeah. a ther- like a therapeutic treatment that's basically like ready to go. It's not a cure, but it's it's like it's like if you go to the doctors, they give you antibiotics. They would give you this, and it would help fight it. I actually got super lucky this week, and this kind of ties into something barstool related. But I, I forgot on New Year's Day, I fucking downloaded the Robin Hood app and started buying stocks. Just like I was sitting around on New Year's Day, and I was just bullshitting. And I bought this like five shares of this stock. It was like a dollar. And it was for something called Novavax. I had no idea what it was. Yeah. It's the company that the U.S. government just gave $2 billion for Operation Warp Speed. And uh, I just made like $700 today because of that shit. So That's lucky. incredible. That's fucking... For $5? $5. And it, it's now at um, like uh, hundred. It's like $110 a share. So I just like made all them. And plus other things have gone up. Look, that's awesome. That's incredible. Do not take any stock advice from me. I will not like I fucking <laughs> you had to say that too. Well, I forgot about it. And then I saw Dave Portnoy doing all this shit with his day trading. And I was like, dude, I should check my Robinhood app and see if anything yeah, happened. And I looked yeah. and I was like, what the fuck is this? I, uh, my dad gave me one like two weeks ago that I put $500 into. I got like 63 shares of it. And I looked today, I'm up. So I'm up 350 on top of the Let's 500. Let's go. What so I was like, like, yeah. I was like, yo, what if I would have bought 50 shares of this thing? Like exactly. I would have just looked, opened my app, and I would have been like, yo, wait, what? <laughs> like, $70,000 like, or I would have made a bunch of money. So yeah. now they've got the hook in me. Like now I'm, it's legal gambling is really what it is. That's, That's all it is. All yeah. it is, dude. 
Um, speaking of that, earlier in the episode, we talked about the Redskins changing their name and the fact that Vegas is now taking odds on what the name's going to be. Have you seen the leaders in the clubhouse? Like the clubhouse? I have not, no. So the Red Tails are three to one favorites. First of all, trash name. Um, it is. First of all, you're kind of a junkie if you're throwing down money on this. So I, I'm excited to see which of my friends come back to me, <laughs> tell me they lost all their money on this shit. Um, but like all the names are fucking terrible. And then the Cleveland Indians, they also put down the names on that. And the number one name, like the plus money favorite is the Spiders. Are you fucking... Oh, because that's... Because I... A Negro League team, right? It, well, it was Cy Young pitched for him. I don't know if it was a Negro League team or just like an old, like, it, it, that's team. what it, I, they did used to be that at one point. I thought first, I'm actually probably wrong. I don't I think just, it was. I just heard it on the radio today and I was like, that sounds like a creative team from like MLB the show. Like, it sounds fake to me. It sounds like a minor league team. Like, I don't, bro, you have the opportunity. I don't like that either. Yeah. You have the opportunity the to rename your team. Like, that is such a fun opportunity for a franchise. Like, first off, you're going to make a ton of money off merchandise. And second off, you're no longer racist or you're not harboring your racist name anymore. Fucking just go for it. What are you fighting it for? Just do it. I mean, Daniel Snyder is like the biggest piece of shit on the planet. That's very so, true. Also, um, your franchise sucks. That's why. Your franchise sucks. Yeah, why not you're rebrand a little bit? There you go. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, when I look at the NFL... I it's the it's the sport that I have the most faith in coming back because they just won't take no for an answer. They don't care if they lose their they don't care if players start dropping left and right. They really don't. They'll just keep keep it going. But if you're looking at it from your perspective, you're obviously excited. You got a quarterback controversy going on in Chicago. Do you feel any better right now than you did last time we talked? I I'm I mean, I'm in such baseball mode I haven't really thought about it, but there. I mean they're gonna their defense is gonna be a top three or five defense in football. It's gonna be awesome. Always is. Maggie's got his new, I mean, it's do or die. I still have that sliver of faith in Mitch because he showed flashes of being really good. And he's a and he is he's a great and you know what? I'll give him this. He played on a separated shoulder last year. It was his left shoulder, but still a separated shoulder. I mean, you're not getting the same torque in your throws or anything like that. It's gonna no. throw you off. He couldn't run last year, though, because if he gets hit, he's done, you know? I just thought it was last year you watched it, the confidence in Mitch from Nagy just be – you could see it on his face. I know you could. You, and, you really could. And it reminded me so much of Chip Kelly. Like, I got sick to my stomach. Like, I used to watch Chip Kelly. He was Kelly. the worst. I used to watch Chip Kelly just, like, legitimately, like, throw his hands up, just, like, look disgusted and lost on the sideline, just be like, this guy is not a That kind of body language out of a coach is just awful. You don't want that. Like, if a player sees your coach, like, oh, this guy sucks. Yeah. With his body, like, what? Which is why I love Doug Peterson, because I don't even know if Doug Peterson knows what's going on 95% of the time. But he's a a nice guy. He's a player's coach. He was a a football player. I mean, that's the one thing I'll give the Bears credit for, too, is that you've never heard a peep out of – any players, I mean, the last, I mean, the two years ago in Nagy's first year, they were, they were 12 and four, obviously double doink, but um, Club last dub. year, even when like the city was ready to burn them down, they, you never heard a peep. There's no shitheads or assholes on the team in the clubhouse. Yeah. And I think Nagy's a big part of that. And I mean, you see this stuff all the time with like Antonio Brown and everything. Like the Bears have had not one sniff of that. Nope. And so that's why, I mean, once, I mean, once the, Opening day kickoff comes around. I'll be like, they're going fourteen and two, and then that's how you have to feel. Yeah, and I mean, then it then in like a quarter in, I'll be like, oh man, this (laughs) fucking sucks. Like eight and eight here. Oh, I wish they never came back. 
Yeah, exactly. They, I mean, that's the emotional roller coaster. But I, I mean, at this point, I think they're going to be good. Their schedule's not, it's not too favorable. It's a tougher second place schedule or third place schedule. But I don't know. It's do or die for them. It's do or die. They have no choice but to go out and make the playoffs and make yeah. a run in the playoffs. And we brought that up last time, dude. It's do or die. You know, it's, is Mitch going to be a starter? Is your team going to continue to to keep going with Nagy? I guess we're going to fucking – we will find out because the NFL will play. Um, before we move on, we get, at, we get you out of here. Let's take a look. I'll let you give your White Sox prediction. Obviously, you said you got a lot of games with the Cubs. You got 60-game schedule. What's your vibe? I'm going 34. That'd be 34 and 26 uh, with a playoff berth. There you go. I love I'm, it. I mean, the players are just – you know, chomping at the bit to get this thing going, and, and they they are sick of losing, and their confidence is couldn't be higher. So, dude, who is this young kid throwing a hundred miles an hour from you for you guys? You got him in a, in a trade a couple years ago. I saw him on on Sports any the other day. There's a uh, Mike Kopech. That's Dylan what I'm talking C's. about. Yeah, yeah. Kopech. He's not in camp right now. He's another one of the rumored uh, Corona guys. He's been down uh, in Texas, but he's like, and then both race symptomatic, like I said. So. Um, but he's an absolute animal in the clubhouse or in the uh, uh, weight room, rather. Dude, I so was he'll watching. Be fine. What, who, who was the trade that you guys made for him? It was that was the Chris Sale trade. Chris Sale trade. And I yeah. was like, holy shit. It's rare you see somebody like because there's so many moves with prospects and shit like that. Somebody pan out to be throwing 100 miles an hour. Fucking incredible. I can't wait to see that kid throw. Yeah, I mean the, the the every all the fans will see it really soon, but the White Sox have absurd like superstar potential up and down the lineup. They're all like 22, 23 years old. And that's that's exactly how the 08 Phillies were when you like saw these like young dudes come up in the organization and then you just have a fucking monster first base with a Brayu. Stop in baseball. That I year. was just gonna say, and, you, and then you have established guys scattered throughout, but you have all this young talent that comes together and like grows together. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I can't wait. And the thing that the White Sox did is they locked them up past their rookie deals. So smart. Um, like they, so the, they, they don't have these guys like five, six years. They have, uh, they have these guys eight, nine years, a lot of them. So they'll see them through the entire prime. They won't lose them to like a $400 million New York Yankees contract. So I don't know. It's like going to be a fun few years else in baseball. Like I, I've said it before, I can't wait to just shove them down because obviously they're the smaller smaller team in town i'm gonna shove them down everybody's throats that's how i am with the sixers and i've i've been a diehard sixers guy through the process since i was a kid when it was like me and two of my buddies were the only three people in the city who gave a shit about the sixers going to games with like three thousand people in the stands and then now watching them be the biggest ticket in town just shoving it up everybody's ass i'm like i love it i saw you get on the bandwagon it's the best feeling um best yeah, so before, obviously Barstool's rolling along. You guys have had fucking Twitch going crazy. You guys have, dude. What was the deal with uh? Was it Riggs at a golf course for a hundred days straight? <laughs> yeah, he was just living there, I guess. And that's like one of the top golf courses in the world, apparently. Yeah. So Tory, was it Tory Pines or something? You guys never cease to amaze me when it comes to just making absurd shit and it just working every time. So just want to give a shout out to you guys for that. Um, dude, got to get you the new album over. Uh, yep. just got it done. Obviously any new music for me, anything you've been bumping during quarantine could be old, could be new. I don't know if I told you this last time, but Eric Lindell. No, we didn't talk about this last time. Eric Lindell. So I've never heard of him before. I stumbled upon him on Spotify. Um, he's, he's in his like fifties, but he's Great. got, he's got like a real jazz bluesy 
Ooh. feel, but it's like new aged and it's got like some pop. He's awesome. He's fucking awesome. Like I'll share I'm, it on the band's Instagram. Dude, Instagram story. it's it's like not a one hit wonder or anything like that. Like I'm listening to all his music and it is just awesome music. I can't believe he's never been popular like ever. Dro- dropping him right in the fucking um, end of the podcast, bro. Love lay it. me down or lay back down. I'm sorry, lay me down. That's a sublime song. That's, uh, lay yeah, back down. I was gonna say that was Dirty Heads, man, or Dirty Heads. That's what I was thinking. That's of. the first. I thought it was a sublime right? song. Yeah, uh, dude, show is sublime. Room got canceled. I know. I, oh, I assumed man. it was. I was gonna ask, but I didn't want to bring up. And next year, hopefully, it's the same lineup. We'll we'll hook you up when everything's kind of back to normal. If if next year, because next year I'm assuming, hopefully, we will be able to have concerts with hundred thousand people. If we got to keep playing shows virtually, I'm gonna jump off a bridge. I it can't sucks. You can't <laughs> like. I, People are like, oh, it's like you're still talking to people. You're doing zims. It's like you're not in the same room, it's like drinking beer thing. with someone. It's exactly. not exactly. Yeah. Well, as soon as this shit's over, we'll make that happen. We will make that happen. I would be out there in the, at the snap of a finger. So, fucking Dave, always great talking to you, bro. You no, too, gonna, you no, too, guys. I was just gonna say, fucking, we'll do this again. We'll continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports contributions from White Sox Dave. Um, fucking, we'll catch you next time. Stay safe. Talk to you later. All right. You too. Thanks, guys. All right, brother.